Also great news is that today is a Mind Matters free clinic with Dr. Angela Bass. Um, she's an international psychologist. So if you have any questions about um, anything, anything that's weighing on your mind that is disturbing your peace and your mental health, well, give us a call. 0395433333. We'll get to your questions after Glenn Medeiros on Light. And uh, with me this morning is international psychologist Dr. Angela Bass. Good morning, Dr. Angela. Good morning, Shaz. So if you have a question with regards to anything that's bothering you, that's weighing down on your, I guess, your happiness, um, your happiness, your joy, give us a call, 0395433333. And it, I'm not saying that you have to be happy all the time because that's not possible, is it, Dr. Angela? It's not, and I don't even think that would be a goal that you'd necessarily want to set. Mm-hmm. I think it's about experiencing life in all its manifestations, right? The fall, the winter, the spring, the summer. And I think we, for example, metaphorically enjoy spring and summer so much because we've been through fall and winter. Yeah. But the key is to understand that the fall and winters don't last. Okay, deeply profound. Let's go to our first question. This one is from Hafiz. Um, I've got an issue here. Uh, I'm really shy. I don't know how to like overcome this at work. So um, can you guys help me? So something like shyness uh, would lend itself to therapy. That can be very useful because it take a bit of time, not so long, but a bit of time to um, sort of tease out the antecedents, which might have to do with how we were brought up, um, how we were raised, what we witnessed, what we were taught, basically our social, cultural um, environment. But having said that, you know, a lot of times people uh, get stuck on the feeling part. I'm feeling shy or maybe the attendant anxiety, and then they go with the feeling, but behind every feeling is a thought. So, for example, if you're at work and, you know, you're feeling the shyness, maybe the thought is, I'm not good enough. I'm not interesting enough. I don't have anything to contribute. People will judge me. People will make fun of me. And then the feeling is, you know, shy. And then the behavior is also sort of maybe hiding out or not engaging. So once we start tackling the thoughts, which is why it'd be helpful to speak to a professional, um, through something called graded exposure and other techniques, we can tackle the shyness. Um, One thing I just add, a caveat, is that uh, currently where we are socially, um, you know, extroverts seem to be the it thing. If you're not extroverted, you know, the corollary is that therefore something is wrong with you. Not necessarily. Just remember introverts also have a very special place in society. Okay, well, give us a call on 0395433333 if you'd like to ask Dr. Angela a question or you can drop us a voice note on our DG Light line at 016-510-8888. Now, Rihanna has a question about feeling dead inside. That is something we'll tackle next after Nelly Furtado here on Light. It's a Mind Matters free clinic with Dr. Angela Bass and uh, the number is 0395433333. Rihanna, you had a question? Um, Everyone always sees me as this very happy, bubbly person, but in reality, I'm actually really, really empty inside. I feel like something's missing. And how do I find that zest for life again? Very interesting question. I think a lot of people feel this way. Dr. Angela? Yeah, that's a deep question. Um, Again, I will caveat without having met um, each unique individual. 
it's uh, sort of impossible to specifically ascertain. But if I were to uh, proffer a sort of a educated hypothesis, a lot of times when we feel empty, um, you know, a sense of guilt or hopelessness or what's the point, that can often indicate depression. And I describe depression as needing an Oscar award because it is such a great actor. Uh, it's literally like a fog that covers a mind. And we think this is it. You know, my life is hopeless. It is so empty in the inability to find joy. And as a result, we maybe tend to isolate ourselves from loved ones or friends. And the interesting thing is, um, you know, for social or societal needs, um, especially I would argue for women to appear that they have it all together, mm-hmm. that they're, you know, sort of multitasking, balancing a lot of things. I'm the nurturer, I'm the career woman, I'm sorted, I have it, you know, literally all together adds another dimension of pressure, which exacerbates the existing or underlying condition of depression, right? Um, again, we are a product of our context, nothing occurs in a vacuum. It is extremely helpful to speak to someone because... Um, you know, literally our baseline is one of joy and creativity mm-hmm. and exploration. And sometimes facets of life can take hold where if left unattended or we've pretended for so long, we just think this is a status quo. This is the way things are going to be. It can't shift and it becomes chronic pain. And then it just becomes a vicious spiraling cycle. So I think the brilliant thing is she's realized, you know, the dichotomy between um This is what I'm presenting on the outside. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm feeling on the inside. That's the first step and usually the hardest awareness. And from there, we can come up with a game plan. All right. So speak to a professional. That would be your advice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I hope that answers your question, Rihanna. And coming up next, Sheila wants to know how to deal with someone who is a pathological liar. That's up next here on Light. Give us a call if you have a question for Dr. Angela as well. 03-954-3333 on Light. It's a Mind Matters free clinic here on the Light Breakfast. I'm with Dr. Angela Bass, international psychologist. And uh, Sheila had a question. Yeah, um, actually, this is my brother. Okay. 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 He, I don't know why. Since he was very young, he used to. I mean, he's still lying. He lies for every single thing. Like literally, if you ask him, like, what do you ask for breakfast? Instead of saying bread, he will tell something else which comes to his mind. And uh, I think that issue is getting uh, very serious right now because he's already working and even when the bosses ask him something he lies like he just lies without any reason when we asked him why you are doing this he said like it just comes to his mind and he thinks that it's cool to do it uh, doctor i just want to know whether is this a psychological issue can he be treated or something in some ways lying falls on a spectrum from you know the harmless white lie that might actually be a protective mechanism you know, for example, if someone's like, do I look fat in this? You might want to take an educated call on how you handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be the omission of truth whereby um, I wasn't asked, therefore I didn't say anything. Um, but it seems like in your brother's case, uh, I mean, there could be many things going on. It could be a coping mechanism. Uh, it could be a spontaneity that's um, sort of unregulated. It could be a result of, you know, childhood dynamics. Maybe there was comparisons or someone felt like they weren't getting enough 
attention or how do they stand out in their peer group? I want to be cool and doesn't matter, you know, I'll do whatever it takes, which might include lies. Uh, yes, it is amenable to therapy and it is uh, a psychological issue that can be dealt with. And I think, you know, from what you're pointing out, if you're lying to your boss and as you become an adult, I'd imagine that the stakes are higher, so it would be helpful. Um, in terms of how maybe the rest of the family members are coping, including yourself, it might be beneficial to yourself to not, you know, just assume he's doing this on purpose and he's being a real jerk and to get angry. Um, when we can approach it with compassion and go, hmm, why would someone do that? And try to factor in right now, not taking everything literally from him because there's a track record that can also help you on your journey. What, what kind of problems does it, uh, you know, pose to the people around him when you can't, you know, when, when you know someone you're dealing with is, is like a liar or a pathological mm -hmm. liar and you know you can't trust anything this person says. So uh, how, how does that impact I mean, that relationship? Sometimes, uh, you know, that can be indicative of, an, you know, NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, it can be devastating. Here's a person that you want to trust, that you want to rely on, and it can constantly feel like a personal betrayal, which is why it's necessary to have a sort of cognitive reframe. As personal as it may feel, that this issue is about them and not me, mm. and they need to get help. Otherwise, you know, constantly if you're getting lied to, you can imagine how sort of uh, demoralizing that would yeah, be. Yeah, very disappointing as well. Mm. Well, give us a call, 03-954-3333. It's a Mind Matters free clinic. Uh, May has a question about her immature boyfriend and whether or not she can continue this relationship that's up next here on Light. It's a Mind Matters free clinic, and uh, we're taking your calls to um, help you along uh, with your mental health journey. And we have a WhatsApp message from May. She writes, I'm in a relationship with a man who likes to withdraw emotionally and he will stop speaking to me anytime there is conflict in our relationship. He doesn't want to talk about our problems like a grown-up and I'm wondering if it's worth saving the relationship. I feel I might be more emotionally mature than he is even though we're both in our 40s and should know how to handle the ups and downs of a relationship. Please help. What do I do? May, uh, no one can tell you whether you need to stay in a relationship or not. That's a call that you can take. A therapist's job, in some sense, is to hold a mirror up to yourself so you're sort of fully empowered with decision-making and dynamics. Um, one thing that's interesting that I heard you say is should. And psychologists know that, you know, should statements are the royal road to trouble because they put into place a rigidity, uh, a set of expectations. Um, when we, I'm not saying not to have expectations, but it can cause unnecessary suffering. They should have been like this. She should understand that they should do that um, can lead to trouble. I mean, if you examine anger, anger is a, literally when it's dismantled, it is because the other person didn't have your same viewpoint. Having said that, if someone is not partaking in constructive dialogue or conversation or debate. We know, uh, based on the research, that what uh, sort of fast-tracks relationships ending is not conflict, but distance. So if you can't discuss these things, if you can't name them, if you can't voice them, you can't heal them. 
And one thing that can be very, very devastating for relationships is this concept of stonewalling, whereby you just get up, you ignore, you give the silent treatment. It can be very punitive. So with these things in mind, um, a lot of times, not as an ultimatum, because that doesn't work in relationships, but as a very strong suggestion, as a preference, um, as something that you want to do as a team, you might think about the idea of couples therapy, which is a safe space to explore all these ideas. Right. And if the partner is not keen on couples therapy, what would your suggestion be? Just yeah. So the interesting thing about that is a lot of people think, well, if my partner will not come into couples therapy, I can't, so to speak, improve or solve the relationship. But actually, the research shows even if one partner comes, because they are reflecting, they're learning, there's therapeutic value for themselves. They, the secondary order thing is they bring that back to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then it stands a chance of improving. Okay, interesting. Well, give us a call um, for our Mind Matters Free Clinic. If you have a question for Dr. Angela, the number is 0395433333. And um, Razman has questions about a deal with toddler tantrums. That one's next here on Light. It's a Mind Matters Free Clinic with Dr. Angela Bass, International psychologist and uh, Razman has this question okay so uh, my kids are at the age where they show tantrum in public right for instance we walk into a toy store doesn't get what he wants and tantrum on the floor what should I do I've always done like the whole I'll leave you here thing now it doesn't work because the tantrum continues what else can I do Okay, Dr. Angela, <laughs> what else can you do? Well, I empathize with you. That definitely can't be um, easy or simple. And of course, uh, every child, every environment is different. But one thing I would suggest is, you know, we teach people how to treat us by our actions. So consistency, um, follow through, teaches a young child that's, you know, their, their minds are growing and developing and they're so malleable. It it teaches them sort of action, reaction, cause and effect. Um, obviously, for long periods of time or, you know, you, you can't leave a child unattended in a store. And I know it might be inconvenient to a parent's day uh, if they have sort of errands and all of this lined up. But teaching them, you know, for, for most children, going to a toy store or going to a mall is an outing that's, you know, associated with fun or maybe toys that'll come. The minute they start doing that, one option is to pick them up and going, we're going home. That's that's yeah. it. Simple. And I, I am so aware that with traffic and everything, that's inconvenient. But in the long run, I think there'll be much more convenience. Number two is because they haven't reached a sort of cognitive stage of maturity or development, they're unable to put uh, words to feelings. So when adults, I mean, having said that, sometimes we still have bosses in adult life, which throws tantrums, you know, (laughs) they haven't developmentally outgrown that. But generally, if as adults, we replace tantrums with I'm so frustrated, I'm this is what's happening, you know, I could really lose it. Kids can't do that. So maybe getting down on your knees and uh, eye to eye level and very calmly and very firmly going, what's causing this tantrum? What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to express? And, you know, I've done this with kids. I've seen it done. And they actually like, wow, an adult is listening and trying to understand me on my level, metaphorically and literally. And sometimes they're kind of shocked into silence and they're like, 
you know, and then they'll explain in in their language uh, to the best of their ability what's going on because the tantrum is a form of expression, mm. however <laughs> trying and difficult as it may be. All right. Well, thank you so much for your great advice this week, Dr. Angela. My pleasure. And um, of course, uh, if you have any questions for Dr. Angela, you can always send us a voice note and we'll keep it for the next Mind Matters free clinic. Okay. Now, coming up in the next hour, I want to play you your relaxing favorite request this Wednesday morning. Send your songs to our DG Lightline at 016-510-8888. We'll play them next here on Light.